Hello, I am your host, Pedro Gelabert from the Long Island Church of Christ, reading with you the chronological Bible reading in one year using God's Word Translation by God's Word to the Nations Mission Society. 2 Kings 24 During Jehoiakim's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon attacked Judah, and Jehoiakim became subject to him for three years. Then Jehoiakim turned against him and rebelled. The Lord sent raiding parties of Babylonians, Arameans, Moabites, and Ammonites against Jehoiakim to destroy Judah as the Lord had predicted through his servants the prophets. Without a doubt, this happened to Judah because the Lord had commanded it to happen. He wanted to remove the people of Judah from his sight because of Manasseh's sins, everything he had done, including the innocent blood he had shed. He had a lot of innocent people in Jerusalem killed, and the Lord refused to forgive him. Isn't everything else about Jehoiakim, everything he did, written in the official records of the kings of Judah? Jehoiakim lay down in death with his ancestors, and his son Jehoiakim succeeded him as king. The king of Egypt didn't leave his own country again because the king of Babylon had taken all the territory from the river of Egypt to the Euphrates River. The territory had belonged to the king of Egypt. Jehoiakim was 18 years old when he began to rule as king. He was king for three months in Jerusalem. His mother was Nehushta, daughter of Elnathan from Jerusalem. Jehoiakim did what the Lord considered evil, as his father had done. At that time, the officers of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon attacked Jerusalem. The city was blockaded. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon arrived while his officers were blockading the city. King Jehoiakim of Judah, his mother, officials, generals, and eunuchs surrendered to the king of Babylon. In the eighth year of his reign, the king of Babylon captured Jehoiakim. He also took away all the treasures in the Lord's temple and the royal palace. As the Lord had predicted, Nebuchadnezzar stripped the gold off all furnishings that King Solomon of Israel had made for the Lord's temple. He captured all Jerusalem, all the generals, all the soldiers, 10,000 prisoners, and all the craftsmen and smiths. Only the poorest people of the land were left. He took Jehoiakim to Babylon as a captive. He also took the king's mother, wives, eunuchs, and the leading citizens of the land from Jerusalem as captives to Babylon. The king of Babylon brought all 7,000 of the prominent landowners, 1,000 craftsmen and smiths, and all the men who could fight in war as captives to Babylon. The king of Babylon made King Jehoiakim's uncle Mataniah king in his place and changed Mataniah's name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he began to rule and he ruled for eleven years in Jerusalem. His mother was Hamutal, daughter of Jeremiah from Libna. Zedekiah did what the Lord considered evil, as Jehoiakim had done. The Lord became angry with Jerusalem and Judah and threw the people out of his sight. Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. 2 Kings 25 On the tenth day of the tenth month of the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon attacked Jerusalem with his entire army. They set up camp and built dirt ramps around the city walls. 
The blockade of the city lasted until Zedekiah's eleventh year as king. On the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city became so severe that the common people had no food. The enemy broke through the city walls that night. All Judah's soldiers left on the road of the gate between the two walls beside the king's garden. While the Babylonians were attacking the city from all sides, the king took the road to the plain of Jericho. The Babylonian army pursued King Zedekiah and caught up with him in the plain of Jericho. His entire army had deserted him. The Babylonians captured the king, brought him to the king of Babylon at Riblah, and passed sentence on him. They slaughtered Zedekiah's sons as he watched, and then they blinded Zedekiah. They put him in bronze shackles and took him to Babylon. On the seventh day of the fifth month of Nebuchadnezzar's nineteenth year as king of Babylon, Nebuzaradan, who was the captain of the guard and an officer of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He burned down the Lord's temple, the royal palace, and all the houses in Jerusalem. Every important building was burned down. The entire Babylonian army that was with the captain of the guard tore down the walls around Jerusalem. Nabuzaradan, the captain of the guard, captured the few people left in the city, those who surrendered to the king of Babylon and the rest of the population. The captain of the guard left some of the poorest people in the land to work in the vineyards and on the farms. The Babylonians broke apart the bronze pillars of the Lord's temple, the stands, and the bronze pool in the Lord's temple. They shipped the bronze to Babylon. They took the pots, shovels, snuffers, dishes, and all the bronze utensils used in the temple service. The captain of the guard took all of the incense burners and bowls that were made of gold or silver. The bronze from the two pillars, the pool, and the stands that Solomon had made for the Lord's temple couldn't be weighed. One pillar was 27 feet high and had a bronze capital on it that was four and a half feet high. The filigree and the pomegranates around the capital were all made of bronze. The second pillar and its filigree were the same. The captain of the guard took the chief priest, Sariah, and the second priest, Zephaniah, and the three doorkeepers. From the city he also took an army commander, five men who had access to the king whom he found in the city, the scribe who was in charge of the militia, and sixty of the common people whom he found in the city. Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, took them and brought them to the king of Babylon at Riblah. The king of Babylon executed them at Riblah in the territory of Hamath. So the people of Judah were captives when they left their land. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam and grandson of Shaphan, to govern the remaining people in the land of Judah. When all the army commanders and their men heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah, they went to Gedaliah at Mizpah. They were Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, Johanan, son of Kareah, Sariah, son of Tanumeth from Netophan, and Jeazaniah from Beth Makkah and their men. Gedaliah swore an oath to them and their men. He said, Don't be afraid of the Babylonian officers. Live in this country, serve the king of Babylon, and you will prosper. In the seventh month, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah and grandson of Elishama, a descendant of the kings, went with ten men to kill Gedaliah and the Judeans and Babylonians who were with him at Mizpah. Then people of all classes and the army commanders left for Egypt because they were afraid of the Babylonians. 
on the twenty-seventh day of the twelfth month of the thirty-seventh year of the imprisonment of King Jehoiakim of Judah, King Evil Merodach of Babylon, in the first year of his reign, freed King Jehoiakim of Judah from prison. He treated him well and gave him a special position higher than the other kings who were with him in Babylon. Jehoiakim no longer wore prison clothes, and he ate his meals in the king's presence as long as he lived. The king of Babylon gave him a daily food allowance as long as he lived. Second Chronicles 36 Then people of the land took Josiah's son Jehoahaz and made him king in Jerusalem in place of his father. Jehoahaz was twenty-three years old when he became king, and he was king in Jerusalem for three months. The king of Egypt removed him from office in Jerusalem and fined the country seventy-five hundred pounds of silver and seventy-five pounds of gold. The king of Egypt made Jehoahaz's brother Eliakim king of Judah and Jerusalem and changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. Necho took Jehoahaz away to Egypt. Jehoiakim was twenty-five years old when he began to rule, and he ruled for eleven years in Jerusalem. He did what the Lord his God considered evil. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon attacked Jehoiakim and put him in bronze shackles to take him to Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar also brought some of the utensils of the Lord's temple to Babylon. He put them in his palace in Babylon. Everything else about Jehoiakim, the disgusting things he did, and all the charges against him, is written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. His son Jehoiakim succeeded him as king. Jehoiakim was eight years old when he began to rule as king. He was king for three months and ten days in Jerusalem. He did what the Lord considered evil. In the spring, King Nebuchadnezzar sent for Jehoiakim and brought him to Babylon with the valuable utensils from the Lord's temple. Nebuchadnezzar made Jehoiakim's uncle Zedekiah king of Judah and Jerusalem. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he began to rule and he ruled for eleven years in Jerusalem. He did what the Lord his God considered evil and didn't humble himself in front of the prophet Jeremiah, who spoke for the Lord. Zedekiah also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar had made Zedekiah swear an oath of allegiance to him in God's name. But Zedekiah became so stubborn and so impossible to deal with that he refused to turn back to the Lord God of Israel. All the officials, the priests, and the people became increasingly unfaithful and followed all the disgusting practices of the nations. Although the Lord had made the temple in Jerusalem holy, they made the temple unclean. The Lord God of their ancestors repeatedly sent messages through his messengers because he wanted to spare his people and his dwelling place. But they mocked God's messengers, despised his words, and made fun of his prophets until the Lord became angry with his people. He could no longer heal them. So he had the Babylonian king attack them and execute their best young men in their holy temple. He didn't spare the best men or the unmarried women, the old people or the sick people. God handed all of them over to him. He brought to Babylon each of the utensils from God's temple, the treasures from the Lord's temple and the treasures of the king and his officials. They burned God's temple, tore down Jerusalem's walls, burned down all its palaces, and destroyed everything of value.
The king of Babylon took those who weren't executed to Babylon to be slaves for him and his sons. They remained captives until the Persian Empire began to rule. This happened so that the Lord's word spoken through Jeremiah would be fulfilled. The land had its years of rest and was made acceptable again. While it lay in ruins, the land had its seventy years of rest. The promise the Lord had spoken through Jeremiah was about to come true in Cyrus' first year as king of Persia. The Lord inspired the king to make this announcement throughout his whole kingdom, and then to put it in writing. This is what King Cyrus of Persia says, The Lord God of heaven has given me all the kingdoms of the world, and he has ordered me to build a temple for him in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. May the Lord God be with all of you who are his people. You may go.